episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, broads. Good morning. Broads, things are different now. If you're not watching the YouTube. Oh my God, wait, I'm so dead. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> have you actually been drinking that? Yes, <laughs> I have. Kardashian. <laughs> you remember the you made that all? Oh, yeah. Broads, if you're not watching the YouTube, I just pulled out from behind my back like a little sexy magician <laughs> this gigantic gallon jug of water because guess what? I wasn't drinking water before and now I'm <sighs> drinking a gallon a day. Things are different now, and I'm hydrated have AF. I have, and I won't lie You're to you. Twenty times. A day. Yes, I also feel a little sick. Oh <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna be like the Pepsi guy. It's a little much, and um, I have been taking this water bottle places. I've had a few doctor's appointments recently, and when I <laughs> am in front of the doctor, I will say the doctors and the nurses are like, "It might be too much." The great thing is, this is like a weapon, you know, so you could just sw- if anyone tries to attack you in a parking lot, you could it just is. <laughs> It is. Swing it and you're going to send them to the hospital. I will say I do enjoy the spectacle of it. People comment constantly. They're like, wow. The, so, okay, so it's 1038. Remember your goal. It says 11 a.m. Remember your goal. Drink, drink, bitch. I need to start drinking up. Drinky, but drinky. Not bad already. No, not bad. We're, we're, we're crushing. We're cruising on the time. That is pretty good. You're what? 20, 30, <laughs> almost 30. <laughs> You're almost see the nice thing about the straw too. You need a water bottle with a straw. With a straw, it's so much easier to drink more water. You can't do this whole lifting up, spraying yourself with a wave every time. You told me about this straw and broads. This is a tip. It's a trick. It's a (laughs) gift from Becca. It's changed. The straw has changed the game for me. I have a little bit of an oral fixation. I used to be a huge gum chewer. You know, I I I just like having something. Me, the pencil erasers. Like I know I'm the same way. So to have the straw, I'm drinking all day. Wow. It is a gift. <laughs> I'm posting on my Instagram right now a transformation. I said three weeks ago, Jess was drinking five ounces of water a week. Now look at her. A transformation. Beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> Call me a hydrated butterfly metamorphosis queen. <laughs> and that's on growth. <laughs> but you know what? That's the thing. I am now drinking a gallon of water a day because my new powerlifting coach... Oh my God, tell me all about it. You already told told me the other day. She told me that I need to start drinking a gallon. So the doctors might be a little... How many ounces is a gallon? I have no idea. Me neither. The doctor might be a little concerned at how much water it is, but my powerlifting coach says yes. Yes! (laughs) And... Um, so the powerlifting has been going great. My My whole body hurts so badly. What should have you start out doing? Um, I mean, just working on my form Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm going to be doing this correctly. Mm -hmm. But she says I'm doing pretty good. And I was starting to. And she goes, you have great mobility. And I said, no one's told me that once in my whole (laughs) life. (laughs) So I will be going. That's what my trainer says, too. But I'm like, yeah, I've never been told. I think mobility is different than flexibility or coordination. You might be right. Because I'm like. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I don't know what she says the same thing to me. I'm like, I've never been told. Yeah, I have great mobility. If you had a camera in my bedroom, you (laughs) might say otherwise. She is mobile. (laughs) There are two positions. Flexible. Mm -hmm. She is not. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's like uh, weight training after like half of it is 
me practicing on my form. So I'm hoping to like, you know, have a Tamara judge situation where oh, yeah. then <laughs> yeah, I'm inviting you to my, <laughs> my competitions. Oh my God. I have to start. Get, I was just thinking when you text me last week or when you said last week on the podcast that you're starting to see a personal trainer three times a week. I'm like, God damn it. I got to get back on my game. I haven't been working out and you're going to have an ass and thighs <laughs> out of this world in about eight months. Thank you. So I've got time. I... My thing is this, I've never, I had got a personal trainer one time for a little smidgy before, um, I, before I got married, yeah. I was like, you know, it's, I'm like, it's just what everyone supposedly does. So I guess I uh-huh. should do it. Well, <laughs> here's the problem. Um, never been a big gym girl, never been a big working out girl. Yeah. I have to force myself to do it. That's why I'm trying this. When I went to the personal trainer years ago, uh-huh. um, I was too shy to be honest mm. and oh. say, I am not athletic. Uh-huh. I am not skilled. Uh-huh. My cardio blows. Uh-huh. I am literally puking after just like a moment of running. Uh-huh. Um, I padded it and I uh-huh. said, yeah, you know, I, I work out. And what? He's like, he's like three times a week. Exactly. He's like, how often do you work out? And I'm like, it's oh. been years. Oh. <laughs> and he had, but, it, but outwardly, I told him, you know, fa- fairly regularly and so then, you know, day one, worst experience ever, mm. because he's expecting me mm. to know all these things and I know nothing. Mm. And then I'm embarrassed and then I never go back. Mm. What I now have learned is humility is the key. When I go to a trainer and I told her I was so honest and I told her everything. So now I'm like, I go in and I'm feeling super comfortable because I'm like, you know, I don't know yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. So you're pushing me, but I also feel comfortable being like, don't know how to do that. Yeah. Don't know how to do that at all. Are you at like a big gym or like a little small place? Very small. I know. That's kind of nice. And it's ladies only. Nice. Which I love. really nice. Yes. Yes. Powerlifting ladies. Powerlifting queens. (laughs) Yes. 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 Next you're going to be in, um, you'd actually be so good at it at uh, at the, like the WWE girls, you know, like the glow girls. I would love to do that. I mean, you've had your... You've I did have my taste in that, on and, the I, bachelor. and I will say you were fantastic Thank at you. it. Yeah. Thank you. Now my only powerlifting problem, and something that I have now discovered, you know, you you put the um, you put it like on the back of your neck or like upper back. Yeah. Well, I have now discovered that I have a tiny hump because of how bad my posture is. Oh, I have shit. that like it's I forget yeah, what yeah. it's called that little bump. And so I'm seeing, like, I got to get that fixed because that's on two years of the pandemic looking down at my phone constantly. And I have a little hump that that is where the bar for the weight rests on. And it's a problem. Is that normal, though? It's It's normal for all of us now, bitches. I mean, it's proper. It's there. Everyone check your back right now. You got to get that fixed. (laughs) So I was online. Just gonna hammer it out. I was online ordering everything, like all these weird pillows. Because oh, really? Because then you know, then you're in your head, and I'm looking at like my profile, and I yeah, can my fully sucks. and I can fully see. Jess, we've got to get in chair. We've got to get in chairs and a table. I know. This is this is why I need to go to the chiropractor twice a week now. Is because I'm in. I'm, I perch myself in this corner. I know. And then I'm turning my body, and then my knees are. <laughs> we should get stools because then you like have to sit up straight with stools. Oh, that's true. But I just feel like I don't think I'll podcast while on a stool. We're just bouncing on balls. I feel like if I'm on a stool, I'm going to be way too proper. What about just straight back chairs? I could do that. I like straight back chairs. 
like good old fashioned wooden chairs. Let's just get a like, <laughs> let's do like a Quaker kind of set. How about what, that? What we'll about have like a butter churn in the corner? Yes. And then we can also get those, um, those posture things that send a little zap of electrocution. What? When you're, yeah, they have those. You can, you can purchase them. And when you start to slouch, it zaps you. Well, they're not a masochist. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I got one. Did you really? <laughs> it's coming. We'll so, see how it goes. Do you like tape it to your back? What is this? No, it's like a thing that device. you wear. It's like a little like a holster girdle? type looking thing that you wear. Mm-hmm. No way. And it sparks you. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying to you that things are different now. And now yeah. I'm drinking a gallon. I'm <sighs> going to fix my little hump. Damn it. <laughs> electrocute myself. I did the past life regression. Oh, Everything okay. is changing. Start there about the past life regression because after that, I need to talk about something. Oh my God. It's not about me. It's about just something on the news that I can't wait to talk about. Oh, I'm so excited. Should we take a little pause? Yes, let's do A it. little pausey pause yeah, yeah, before yeah, we dive into, oh my Lord. The past life regression. I am so excited to talk about this. So excited. Um, Broads, I don't know a single person in my life that doesn't suffer from anxiety. That's sad. Okay. <laughs> it is sad, but it's true. Whether it's occasionally or nearly every day, it's something that is so prevalent. And I mean, I would say it's justified given the state of the world, the stress of life. You get the idea. I myself have suffered with anxiety since I was young. And let me tell you, when it's good, it's bad. And when it's bad, it's really bad. Okay. <laughs> For the longest time, I've tried every different natural way to uh, reduce my anxiety, but nothing really seemed to work and still, until I started using feels. Oh, I love feels. I just used it last night before I was going to bed. It's so premium good. CBD and it's a better way to feel better. So if you struggle with stress, anxiety, chronic pain or sleep sleeplessness, you need to try feels. And to get the effect of feels CBD, just place a few drops under your tongue. Within minutes, you're going to start to feel the symptoms fade. Or if you want relief on the go, you could try out their newest product, which are the mints. Feels mints are CBD infused. They give you the same clear headed relief as the CBD drops, but in a convenient and discreet package. And you get the bonus of minty fresh breath. Also, oh, They're so good. I've been loving the feels mints. I literally keep them in my bag at all times because truly you just never know when the anxiety is going to hit. And then you can share it with the people. I love my feels so much. I even ended up signing up for their feels membership which means my feels is delivered to my door every month and i save money on every single order it's amazing when it shows up every month start feeling better with feels become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty you're gonna get 40 percent off your first three months with free shipping that's f-e-a-l-s dot com slash chatty to become a member and you're gonna get 40 percent automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping that's feels.com slash chatty Getting birth control is just unnecessarily complicated, plain and simple. I mean, the process of getting it prescribed to you in the first place, the doctor's appointments, the switching between a few different types before finding out which one you like, the long lines, and the special trips to the pharmacy each month. The whole thing is annoying, okay? Mm, it's too mm. complicated. But with the Pill Club, getting your birth control becomes the easiest thing on your to-do list. Get your birth control online, prescribed and delivered for free. The Pill Club carries over 12 FDA-approved brands and ships to all 50 states. And most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. And otherwise, prices start as low as $7 a month without insurance. And the Pill Club delivers birth control right to your door for free in discreet packaging, along with some other self-care goodies. And if you ever want to switch brands or try something different, or even just get advice or ask questions, they have a licensed medical team that is just a text message away ready to help. It's very convenient. So convenient. I wish the Pill Club was around when I first started using birth control. The fact that it comes straight 
straight to your door in a discreet package. What a huge time save. Uh, if you're on birth control, do yourself a massive favor and start using the Pill Club today. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash chatty, Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Chatty Broads listener who becomes a patient. So that's really cool. Your donation helps low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. So go to thepillclub.com slash chatty. You're going to get your first birth control care package and you can donate to help more people in need of affordable birth control. Remember, that's thepillclub.com slash chatty. You got to use that link in order for the donation to be made. All right. Okay, 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 okay. Let me get my lip gloss on. Ready for you to tell your past life regression story. First of all, Girl, who get are these gorgeous, people? Get gorgeous for my past life regression. I'm going to say this. I'm finally learning how to do my hair and it's over for you hoes. <laughs> it is over. You're looking so glam today. I know. I've been you've looking, been really killing the you've been really killing the looks. I only have you're to get turning glam out once. all the looks these days. I'm only on camera once a week. So I'm like, let's invest that time. We can do a shitty bun the rest of the week, but I gotta look I gotta look good one day a week. You know, you feel me? I mean you this is now these videos are truly forever. Okay, speaking of which, mm-hmm. watch on YouTube. Chatty Broad's on YouTube, guys. Yeah. It's way more fun to watch than on audio. You wanna see my water jug, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm oh telling you, you do. Speaking of things you want to see, also Chatty Bros merch is coming out, I don't know when exactly, sometime in the next few weeks. And let me just say, it is going to be a fire. Jess and I may or may not have designed it with yes, some minor feedback not. from the bros. <laughs> minor feedback. But they took that um, photo shoot into their own hands. Oh, they did. So we, we, we shall see. They did. I don't, yeah, we didn't have much creative feedback for that. So that's going to be interesting. Anyway, we shall see. Back to your um, progression. <clears throat> so... Before I get into this, I want to say, disclaimer. Yeah. Broads, there's about to be a conversation about death. So, you know, just a heads up. And then also, if you are interested in doing this, um, I would not only have I heard, but also highly recommend like talking to a professional before to make sure you're a professional, a therapist, a therapist. Like, you know, if you have a, 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 like a psychiatrist, whatever, just someone before you dive into it, not a past life regression professional. No, no. Another, someone else, someone else in a (laughs) professional space. You should do it. No, but just to make sure you're in the right headspace for it, because it is a lot. It is a lot. So I just want to give that heads up before I dive into this. So you're going to go to your doctor and you're going to be like, I just want to make sure I'm clear to do a past life regression. And he's going to be like, bitch, what the fuck are you? What? He's going to be like, bitch, this is a cardiologist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a cardiologist. Why'd you go to the cardiologist the other day? Oh, gosh, that's a whole thing. I've been having broads, full disclosure, having some health issues. Are you dying? I don't know what's going on. I'm having some I've been having some heart issues. Yeah. You know, I've been having health issues yeah, for a while no, no. and I've been having these these things. And you know how when I my migraine situation the other day when I almost passed out, I've been having when yes, I, yes, when yes, I yes, called yes, yes. for you. Mecca. I think they think what's been happening might have to do with an arrhythmia that I have. Oh, did you know you had it? No. Well, I'm sorry. It's OK. So going to the <laughs> cardiologist, I'm supposed to start wearing a heart monitor here soon oh yeah which i don't know how that's gonna work with the mic feedback on the podcast (laughs) we'll see well 2022 um but yes so i was (laughs) i was at that cardiologist okay what a week for the books you got the past life regression the cardiologist well you know what because of the past life regression i am feeling clear and i'm feeling wonderful are you feeling better about death i feel 
so good, Becca. Like, I feel like I turned, I like massively turned a page. Because of the past life regression. Yes, because of the past life regression. Okay. Lay it all out there. Because I've, I've been really skeptical these days. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, let's, let's hear about I, it. And I was as well. So what okay. ha- I'll tell you this. So I had done, I told you I, I had done the past life regression once in like a group. Uh, and it was led by two people who were friends of mine. I was there. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. you were there. Yeah. I had, I s- had something. Yeah. Like I saw a few things. They weren't super clear, but I saw a few things. It was interesting because when I did it this time, it was in the same vein, but it kind of, I got more details on Aren't it. Was she like a little boy in a cottage or some shit? Well, it didn't, yes, similar. Okay, okay, it was okay, similar okay, like okay. that, but there was, I think there were some cross, there were things that were going on in okay, my mind that okay. were like getting crossed a little bit. Yeah. And, and also I should clarify this skepticism isn't like, I, it's not that I think it's fake. I'm just like, I guess my skepticism is sort of like, you can reach in meditative states, like you can go to some pretty weird places. A thousand percent. Which I guess that that is the whole thing. So, so okay. So this is okay. this is then how okay. it got okay. broken down for me. So I had done that. Yeah. You'd been there. It had been a fine experience. Yeah. Um, but then I tried another group one somewhat recently because mm-hmm. I was a little nervous. I don't know. I was I was nervous about doing it one on one. I'm like, what if this is feels frightening? It's also long. Did you say it was like three hours? Mine was three and a half hours. Yeah, that's session. like really. It long. went by like that. Like it felt like five minutes it was wild um i also have like the audio from it so i listened back and heard myself yeah satan coming through <laughs> it's unclear um but uh but yeah so i then i did another group one yeah. and it i did not go well like i'll just be honest with you I, Where, when was that it was a couple weeks ago okay. i tried it and it was just i couldn't get there at mm. all i'm like i was maybe too distracted maybe the person who was leading it just wasn't for me the group situation mm. but i'm like i want to give this a try okay so i ended up finding this woman marianne shout out i'll put her info in the notes okay. if anyone wants to book a, a session with her she's amazing um but i specifically liked her because i read on her website that she had come from the evangelical uh-huh. community initially uh-huh. and so she's like then and demon possessed me and now, <laughs> now i do past life regression <laughs> and i want to pass it on to you um but yeah That's so cool she, so she has like she understands that type that trauma yeah so i'm like i feel safe having a conversation with this person and um so in our session for like the first hour she just had a really uh, like really open conversation with me so I told her like the reasons why I'm trying this Mm -hmm. I'm like one of them is I have a radical fear of death Mm -hmm. um like what just the idea of like what happens after that I really want to work on um also I'm like my constant raging anxiety Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't know how to like where it's coming from Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a source somewhere. Mm. And then also my, the other thing I really wanted to tap into is I'm like, I have this, just this unbelievably intense fear of letting people down and failing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm like, listen, like I make mistakes every single day. I'm a human being. Right. Right. But like, the idea of making those mistakes, I'm like, it scares me 
so like it's so it weighs on me constantly and I'm just like I just kind of want to push through that and be able to be like I need to grow it's okay Mm -hmm. when you make mistakes growth Mm -hmm. is what's important um anywho so she then started to ask me like specific questions about like on a scale of one to ten is it difficult for you to um confront people is it Mm -hmm. you know just just walking through all Mm -hmm. these interesting questions and she was just wonderful just mm-hmm. a very calm presence and so then she had me lay down you know and started to like take me and and I got there quick I I got there quick now I will say this I think what I appreciated about her is that she really explained what I would probably be like how it would feel mm-hmm. she's like you're probably not going to like blackout hypnotized mm-hmm. and then see these visions. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're going to have a flash, like a picture, like when you have a memory of something. Mm-hmm. She's like, and it's going to come to you right away. And you're probably going to think I'm creating that in my mind because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here trying to think mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just a flash. Mm-hmm. I, what I also loved about her is she's like, you don't have to believe in past life regression to do this. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't even know if this is, she's like, we might just all be dreaming all the Mm -hmm. time. She's like, what might come to you is a dream you might've had. Mm -hmm. She's like, but that dream might've affected you Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. some place in your mind and created some sort of trauma or something because dreams feel real sometimes. Right. right, right. Yeah. She's like, we're getting, but we're going to, we're going to dig that up. And ultimately it's coming from your subconscious, right? Or like your unconscious or whatever the Mm -hmm. people would say. So there's something there. You're creating images, even if it's not your past life for a reason. Exactly. But my brain is like the first time that I remember doing it, I saw, right away saw an image and I go I'm just making this up yeah yeah yeah. um and even but that's the thing like even if you are just making it up still it, now that you're saying that it's like no that are, but that it has insight into like what yes. where you're coming from yes. and that's why I really appreciated her her conversation before yeah. she explained it and it had, that had never been explained yeah, to me before totally. so I would kind of lay there before and be like okay I guess I'm seeing this thing and then they'd be like, you know, can you talk to the person? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like it's like a it's like a photo in my brain. Uh It's not interactive. Right. But when she explained it to me like a memory, I'm like, oh, if I think about let's just say you and I, we went to a comedy show a couple weeks ago and I think about, oh, when Kevin Hart came on stage, it's not clear, Uh but I can see it. And yeah, you have like flashes of yes. like a person, how a person responded, yeah. how like, yeah. Yeah, you're not like all of a sudden in it and no. I'm not like back there and interacting no, like with you. In, yeah, in that particular, I remember you trying to be like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, you know, things like that. Yes. And, but I don't I don't remember the whole set or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. So I think in my brain before I had this this image that like I'd get hypnotized and then I'd be like, you know, yeah. interacting again. And it's like, totally. no, it was no, that just, makes sense. Okay. it's flashes okay, okay, of like okay. almost what feels like a memory. Okay. And so I, I saw it right away. Um, and I won't get really into heavy into the first one. Cause it is traumatizing. It was gnarly. Give us just like what, like what is surrounding, like what kind of stuff? Um, it was similar to what I had initially had where I was like, oh, I'm this boy in this cabin uh-huh. where it got crossed is it was like, no, I was like this 15 year old girl uh-huh. and it was that same setting. It felt very like 1400s ish thatched, small, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like uh-huh. little township. Uh-huh. And um, I took care of my mother and my uh, baby sister uh-huh. 
and I was messing around with a boy somewhere. Uh Uh And while that happened, people came and took the people from my very small town. And I felt responsible because I would, I used to take care of my mother and my little sister and I wasn't there. And I end up passing away soon after afterwards, uh-huh. never knowing if my mother and my sister are okay. Uh-huh. And then also putting the blame on myself uh-huh. at the end of this, I pass away uh-huh. and I was seeing it happening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she then took me where she's like, watch where your spirit goes and like step into the light. I'm going to start crying. It was the biggest release I have ever felt of my fear. Whoa. Yeah. And, and I, it's like, I, I can't even, it's one of those things where it's like, I couldn't put into words. Uh-huh. Um, but what was amazing was then she was able to talk to me afterwards where it's like, maybe this is where so much of your deep fear comes from your constant anxiety mm-hmm. because it's like, what's around the corner mm-hmm. and then how it ended there's this like, I let people down, Mm -hmm. I failed. And there's that constant feeling of like, I'm going to fail people, I'm going to fail people. And I in my, you know, whatever this was passed away before I had any resolution. So it was like that full anxiety, like state the entire time. Mm -hmm. So that was intense. But what I love the most was then so I then she had me go into the light. So then after that, she has me go back to the meditative state I was in. And she's like, let's see if we can get you to another one. And then I went to another one. And that is what was like game <clears throat> game changing to me. So the first one was like really healing where I felt like I wa- walked through this like very traumatic situation that explained a lot to me. Yeah. Even to, to like the weird neurotic thing of like where I have this massive fear of taking my contacts or glasses off at night when I sleep because mm-hmm. I'm like, there's going to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. So I sleep with my glasses mm-hmm. on. <clears throat> Second life that I went into. Um. I saw that I was a man and what I was seeing images of was I was like in my like late forties, early fifties. And I, the second I got there in the difference between the one where it was like pure anxiety and like trauma. And then when I got to like this, this specific life, it was joy and it's crazy to re-listen. The second I like started to hone in, I was sobbing. Whoa. But like, like with love. Like it wasn't like sobbing where I was upset. I was yeah. like, I'm so happy. Like I'm so happy as this person. And in this, uh, it's, this is, it's such a trip because it, it just felt so real. It was me and my sister, and she was older than me. Uh-huh. And I knew because of flashes that I had, it was like, you know, Europe, late 1800s energy. And I knew that like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the vibe. <laughs> and like, I could, I could tell by like what was around. And our, in it, our parents, super conservative, hardworking. I wanted to paint my sister wanted to sing and they were like, absolutely hell no. Like that. So wait, so you're going back then like, okay. 
You said that he's yeah, sorry, in his late forties. So then, are you are you also revisiting childhood as this person, yes. or, or or is this something you just know? Okay, so so when I first saw him, it was that like I okay. saw him at that age, okay. and my sister and I were talking. Okay, and then I was like having then flashes of childhood. Okay. So I was then kind of skipping around, and I was able to see with the other one, I could not do that. Okay. It was literally just. What happened? What that exact day was that was really traumatizing and I couldn't go anywhere else. When I then stepped into this one, I was kind of able to like move around. Uh And I don't know if maybe I was loose because I had been doing it for Uh a few hours at this Uh point. But um, so then I knew I'm like our parents, super conservative. I wanted to paint. She wanted to sing. They said, no, that's also stuff that is like of the devil. Uh That was frivolous and Uh not okay. Uh And they kicked us out. Uh And so it was me and my sister. And she was the one who was like always pushing me to do what I loved. Uh And in I was seeing all these flashes of just like us in like this community of people. And there wasn't support from the parents. They didn't want anything to do with us anymore. But in it, it's like I chose. And it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, rich. Uh It was just... In this like life, I chose to do exactly what brought me joy, uh, even though I was rejected by my family. Uh-huh. And in it, my sister and I never found any romantic relationship, uh-huh. which was interesting. Uh-huh. And it was just the two of us. So there wasn't romance. The parents had weren't like part of it. Um, but we did what we knew we wanted to do and it brought so much joy mm. and it was like i was so overwhelmed by it Whoa. so overwhelmed by like this idea of like feeling all this love in fulfillment of what i felt like i was supposed to do oh, that's cool. and not worrying about what other people thought yeah, yeah. and then having this community of friends around who also participated in it and um and that was that that one got real emotional for me because which is weird when the psychics had oh, yeah, said yeah, yeah. ember is my sister the second i was in that space and when the psychic said that by the way i like you know i pictured me being this girl and ember being my sister uh-huh. not me being this like 50 something year old man uh-huh. with an older sister uh-huh. the second i was there marianne asked me she's like does does anyone feel familiar here? Because she had asked me in the last one with yeah. my traumatic one. She's yeah. like, do you know any of these people? Do they yeah. feel familiar like now to you? Do you know them now? And I'm like, no. No. There's no connection. Whoa. And then as soon as I was there as this man with my sister, Whoa. I'm like, that is Ember. Whoa. And I was <laughs> bawling. Bawling. <laughs> because she was this bright, she's singing and she's like pushing and she had just had this like she was so veracity. So good. Yeah. Too. That was like so good. And I was so overwhelmed. And then I passed away and my that it was like of old age. I was laying in my bed and it was peaceful. And I was sad because she had passed away before me. And I remember feeling that way, like in this process. But then when she said, okay, step into the light, do you see anyone? And I'm like, I see my parents. She's like, are they saying anything to you? And I'm like, they're saying that they're proud of me. And it was just a sob (laughs) fest. (laughs) A sob fest. And so she told me afterwards, I felt electric after. Mm. I was just like, 
on one. You weren't tired. No, I felt electric. Whoa. But then she told me, she's like, you're going to crash. The, she's like, the next few days are probably going to be really hard. Yeah, yeah. And they were. Wow. So for like three, four days afterwards, I was really anxious. I felt really low. She's like, it's like the ego fighting a lot of things that were needing to be cleared. And um, she's like, but you're going to feel okay. She's like, I promise you. And I literally yesterday woke up and I was like, I'm okay. I felt so good. And I have this then this vision in my head of this man who knows if we have past lives yeah. and if this person I was or if this is just some vision. But I keep thinking about this man where I'm like, this is she's like, you need to learn from him. Learn from the fact that like you live in so much fear of being rejected. Uh. And he had like the ultimate rejection. He had the ultimate rejection. Yeah. Fully cut off. Mm. And then what she brought up too is because. Oh my God, we can't wait to book my session. <laughs> it's gonna, I'm so excited <laughs> for you. And then what she said too to me is she said, listen, like, you know, I had something similar happen with my mm. family a few years ago, you know, when I moved away from the church and Evan and I had something similar and it was a lot easier for me even though I was so scared, it was a lot easier for me to remove myself than it was for him. Yeah. And she's like, maybe it's because you've done it before. And so it comes a little, maybe a little easier, even oh, though it is tough. She's well. like, so you got to learn from him. Is he going like, to do it? Oh, Evan's going to do it. Yes. Yes. I'm no, so excited. It but it's, it was just, it was so powerful. And it so, sounds like, it's one of those things, like when you're explaining it, it sounds so weird to yeah. try to explain. Yeah. Because it felt so real and i was like i said just sob and i'm like i'm learning so much from him because he is just this man that i once was like he you know is doing what he loves to do and he knows he yeah. should do and he's getting so much joy yeah. from it and not living in fear and yeah. i'm like jessica stop living in fear and then you're pulling these okay, cards yeah, yeah, for yeah. me no, no, no. okay first of all also now i do want if you ever actually want to, I want you to do the bufo because your description of seeing the light sounds so much like my friend's description of doing the bufo and their description of like, just like, like smoking this toad venom, like kind of like sort of passing out, but this, and then coming to like immediately, like time passed super quick, even though it was like 20 minutes, it felt like a second. And this feeling of like the way they described it was soul returning to source and then coming back and being like recharged by returning to source. But also their experience was like for the, like the three days after um, Danny was describing like being in like Whole Foods or something and being like, kind of like time was a little warped and be kind of mm -hmm. disoriented and a little, and like little panicked for a second and being like, wait, whoa, like, uh, and kind of like a little off. Yeah, no, that's, um, it's so interesting. Yeah. Cause that's what, when I was doing that, that's it. It's what it felt like. Yeah. And I've been off. For a few days, yeah. like I've been in a kind of a weird space. Yeah. I'm like, have not been able to go. I like literally for a few days, I, I could not open Instagram. Yeah. It was too over. I'm like, it's yeah. too much. Yeah. Like it was just, I'm like, I'm trying to just Synthesize. hone in and figure out what's going on and process all this stuff. Um, And now I, yeah, it's, it just feels I feel very recharged and I feel very open. Yeah. And I don't feel like my, like, I don't feel scared like I did before, which mm. is crazy. And I'm like, oh my God. Whoa. This is, I mean, whatever it was, 
And that's why I really loved Marianne. Cause yeah. she's like, she's like, whatever, what you believe in, you don't have to make it anything. This doesn't have to be this big. Like this was my past yeah. life. She's like, but there's something in your psyche that needs to heal. Yeah. And let's figure out, let's w- walk through that and help heal that. I love that. And it was beautiful. And then re-listening to it again was really healing. Whoa. When I heard myself talking, because I don't remember saying those certain things, even though I was like, and then hearing myself like weep through things, because nothing, there, it wasn't ever, it didn't ever feel scary. Yeah. Um, it just felt, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain, but I, but I, I like then li- re-listening to it, hearing myself weep through certain parts Listening to the part when I have this discovery of like, oh my God, it's Ember. And then I was re-listening to it sobbing again. Whoa. Just, yeah. Whoa. So. Okay, wait, let's take a break because then I, I want to, uh, let's do a quick ad break. And then I also want to say something about corresponding to this. So okay, I want to okay, keep, talk- okay, okay. keep talking about it. Oh, um, oh speaking of mental health, mm-hmm. we're talking all about this, this past life regression. This is helping with my mental health. Hot take coming your way, but I don't think there's a person on this planet who has perfect mental health all the time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we live in the age of social media. We've all just survived a three-year pandemic, the world right now. And by God, that affects everyone in some way. And while there is no one solution to mental health, there are tons of tools available to help. We love Talkspace, the online therapy platform that wants to help you feel your best despite what is going on in the world around us. Yep. When you sign up for Talkspace, you're going to get unlimited access to a licensed therapist and you can start chatting right away. And one of the greatest things about Talkspace is how convenient it is for everyone. And instead of a therapist squeezing you into their schedule, Talkspace easily fits into yours. You have access to 24-7 messaging so you can get things off your chest at all hours of the day which let's be real is often quite necessary. And you can even set up video sessions with your therapist when you feel ready. I cannot recommend therapy enough to anyone that will listen. Honestly, for so long, I was resistant because I thought therapy was only for people with these certain big issues to work on. But no, I can't believe how helpful it's been for me even just to have someone to listen to me talk through uh, decisions or lend an unbiased ear when I need to talk about uh, anything going on in my life, really. It's been truly amazing forget one size fits all get the one size fits one support you need with talkspace sign up today at talkspace.com and get 100 dollars off your first month with promo code chatty that's 100 bucks off your first month at talkspace.com promo code chatty so i'll be real with you broads i am so guilty of aspirational grocery shopping like the jess who goes to the grocery store is somehow not the same jess that eats the groceries during the week Mm -hmm. grocery store jess buys so much fruit and veggies but when it comes down to it i just cannot eat enough fruits and veggies on a daily basis okay but one simple way i found to help me get them all in is by eating daily harvest daily harvest is the best guys 10 out of 10 win especially with kids too daily harvest is the easy way to make sure you're getting enough of the good stuff they deliver delicious food it's all built on organic fruits and vegetables and it comes right to your door i keep my freezer fully stocked with daily harvest options they stay perfectly fresh in there until you're ready to eat them so if you're in rush and you don't have time to cook or if you need a healthy snack on the go that can come to you 
come with you to your next meeting. Whatever the situation is, Daily Harvest has you covered. They've got options for every time of day, like smoothies for breakfast, harvest bowls for lunch, flatbreads for dinner, and they even have plant-based ice cream flavors for dessert, which are amazing, by the way. And I think they're only sweetened with like maple syrup. Yes, honestly, every single thing I've had from Daily Harvest has been a 10 out of 10. Their smoothies are my go-to almost every day, especially in the summer. And Ember loves them too, which I feel good about because it's like sneaking in extra fruits and veggies into her meals and she doesn't even notice because they taste so good. Daily Harvest makes it easy to feel good about what I'm doing for myself and also the planet. So go to dailyharvest.com slash chatty to get up to 40 bucks off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash chatty for up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash chatty. So, okay, two things. One, um, I've just told you, I think you should try brain spotting therapy. Because I know what I'm doing. It's really similar. Whenever you've talked about it, I'm like, I feel like I need to try that. I think you should really do it because also what's cool about brain spotting is you're not talking. You kind of are going into that like meditative trance-like state. And it's been so incredible for me for attacking um, like limiting beliefs. Like, so not just like, I mean, you could do, you could work on specific things for trauma, like traumatic events, but you can also do more like whole concepts. So like beliefs you have about yourself. So like one of the highest ranking beliefs I had about myself was I'm not good enough. They do this intake form with all these different like beliefs about yourself. Mm -hmm. One of the highest one for me was I'm not good enough. And me and all my siblings are like off the charts with that. But so you can like, you can work on those kind of things. You can work on even like, um, like we just talked about stuff like, if if I feel like triggered when someone is angry at me, like yeah. you could just target that specific feeling and and you can disarm it. I'm gonna sign. I'm gonna start doing it. Yeah, you should. I actually, yeah. my therapist has some people that she could recommend that are virtual. Oh no, someone she said up in L. A. And she said they do virtual. Someone, but I'm like, oh, you're up in L. A. So I'll. I'd my, love to. My go therapist is great, but um, but yeah, it like actually works. Like I I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast, but like because of those kind of limiting beliefs i often like don't i get again it's like maybe you wouldn't see it on the outside but for me i don't go for a lot of things or i don't finish a lot of things because of like this fear Mm. like this fear that's just limiting beliefs holding me back and it's so interesting like this is kind of a random example but um like i was making the these mushrooms that i'm making and i did like the chicken wire forms yeah still working on them they're going great but i made these chicken wire forms and then i a few days later like was paper macheing them and then i was talking on the phone with my sister and i was like you know i'm so proud of myself like this is the first project i've ever worked on like this that was outside of like a school assignment or Mm -hmm. like some sort of project like i don't i am like with the with artistic projects and stuff like that like i am not very self-driven i need the structure of like a classroom which Mm -hmm. is why why i take classes like nonstop because I need like the exterior motivation and like kind of the promise of validation from other sources in order to do it um and my sister was like you know I'm not gonna lie to you when I saw you first post the the little the chicken wire forms she was like oh those are so cool they're probably gonna end up in the corner of your living room for like four months until you finally throw them away because you don't do anything with them and I'm like yeah that's what I normally do and so I was like what has changed like why am I able to like work on things and finish things, even just like household chores. And I I had chalked it up to like ADHD, but 
now like doing this brain spotting stuff, I'm like, wait, I'm breaking down these limiting beliefs that like, I'm not good enough. I never finish anything. I'm lazy. Like these are all things that are in my brain that are stopping me. Right. And now that I'm working through them, I feel the freedom to be like, that's fine. I'll work on it for like 30 minutes tomorrow. And that's so cool. And such like a testament to when you work on your mental health. Yeah. That it's like, you just getting to a point where you're able to recognize that then allows you to move forward. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Yeah, and I didn't feel like I would have, I I really don't feel like I would have gotten there with just talk therapy alone because it's hard to like get to the heart of that. Like, yeah, you could talk through why Mm -hmm. you feel that way, you know, like, oh, because my parents said this and this, which is like, cool, you know, the root, but then what? And you're just like, Cool. I'm anxious and self-loathing because someone did this to me. <laughs> How does that help me now? Right. No, you I know? think I think I mean like I love talk therapy yeah. so much and it's been it changed my life. And so I'm like I recommend it to everyone, but I do think there is sometimes a very untapped uh section of mental health that is things like that that aren't just talk. Yeah. That involve more cognitive like it's powerful stuff. Yeah. So that's been really cool. So I think you'd really like that. I'm going to try that. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I think that, that sounds like something I think that would be so helpful because just in this, this with this past life regression situation, and I'm sure I explained it terribly because like I said, it was so much of it was like this, no, I don't think you this explained terribly. feeling. Yeah. Um, but even in that, like just having that alone was ha- like had me turn a corner where I realized I was able to realize things about myself. I came face to face with that. I go, Oh, you are this way. That is a fear for you. Yeah. What would have happened if you would have been there? Nothing would have changed. Right. You put all this shit on yourself all the time. Right. And then also whether this be from like past lives or current, um, I think in the religious household I grew up in you as well, that there was um, so much shame and sinfulness associated with enjoyment, mm-hmm. just pure totally. enjoyment. Absolutely. And I'm like, there's so many things in front of us that I'm not taking advantage of enjoying, like my my child. Uh-huh. Like instead of just in this moment of like, okay, you need to work on this with her, parenting, parenting, parenting. It's like, you know what being a great parent might look like is enjoying having the, fun my moments yeah, with, with her. Kid. Yeah, and soaking that in. And it's not wrong to just sit and and say fuck it and miss the emails uh-huh. and miss the calls and just sit and enjoy uh-huh. time with my kid. Uh-huh. That's always when I feel the best. I'm right? Like, oh, yeah. 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 Because we weren't meant to your do, soul. And yeah. we weren't meant to be firing off on all cylinders like this. Yeah. Easier said than done. And so did I ignore and miss a lot of fucking emails the past few days? I did. <laughs> I'm in that headspace now. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're gonna find the podcast is gonna be <laughs> Becca coming she in, ev- Becca coming in every single week, being like, "Okay, well, um, Jess has been ignoring all of the the calls and all of the uh, work emails, and she's not showing up for the podcast. That's anymore. what we're hiring someone for. As long as you show up, baby, we're gonna get it done. No, dude. So that's what I do on like Thursdays and Thursdays and Fridays are like my uh, my days with the kids, and yeah, like I'll just be like whatever I'll answer everyone on the weekend and then what's great too is when you answer people on like Friday night or Saturday they usually don't get back to you till Monday then you get to relax for another two days we have a lucky career that we're in where we can do that kind of thing let's be real I'm not I'm not saying stop answering your boss's uh uh, text messages I think it's just the um I think specifically with ours 
is that it's um a seven it can be a seven day a week because there's always the potential for it uh-huh. there. that's what gray is like like as a business owner he's like he, he i will watch him sometimes sit on the couch and refresh his email and i'm like stop yeah you know but even if you have a nine to five even if you're a stay-at-home mom i think there is still something to be said about like saying like fuck it i'm not gonna do the dishes right now or like, mm-hmm. no, actually, it is after hours. And yes, I could get ahead on this, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I am going to put the phone away and just be present and just go sit on the front porch and yes. like, or like play a board game. Yeah. And just like, and just no. enjoy. Yeah. Stare at totally. the sky. Totally. I laid in our front yard yesterday yeah. and just stared at the uh-huh. sky for like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why have I not done this ever? This is what's really interesting. I've been breaking down, like I was talking to a friend about this the other day because um, like it's really interesting the kind of moralistic values that you like are aren't raised with. I think I was telling you this, like my, uh, like I don't like wasting time. That really freaks me out. However, I, the values that were plugged into me was that certain things aren't wasting time, such as, spending time outside so it's really interesting Mm. if i'm like lounging on the couch watching tv i'm like waste of time i should not be doing this but if i'm laying on the grass with my kids in the backyard that value is plugged into me that value is plugged into me of like time with time with family time outdoors those are both good things so then i'm like Mm. then i feel but it's interesting when you start to break that down like yeah what exactly like in what way were you raised i know for myself it was just tasks yeah anything aside from tasks was a waste Uh children a waste family a waste romance a waste Uh like it was all a waste it was all task 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 yeah and the irony is myself my family we don't get shit done Because we're all You're the running, people looking busy, we're running, all running around, doing nothing. That's a real thing. We're doing nothing. Busy, 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 busy. It's always like, oh, it's when you talk to people and they're like, oh, I'm just so exhausted, and it's like they haven't been doing. Yeah, that's how it is. I'm like, uh, and we're all, all of us are always tired, mm. and we're just we're we're giving ourselves extra things to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. that are nonsense. Uh-huh. Because there's this feeling of I have to have my blood pressure elevated to a certain level all day uh-huh. or else I wasted the day. So no. I'll be doing jack shit, but I have to be like, <laughs> or else I'm a waste. Now, you're not like this at all. But do, do people in your family have a martyr complex, I, I th- you know, where it's like, but I was working on this for you. And it's like, bitch, no one asked you to work on this shit. Hello, mother. <laughs> Mom, is that you? <laughs> I'm dead. That is uh and I and I appreciate you saying it's very sweet of you to say that uh, I don't have that. Um but that's been a work. That's that's been a big thing in uh, my life that I had to really break down in therapy because I used to do that shit with Evan all the time. Oh, it's intolerable. It's terrible. And I would hear myself saying it and I'd be like, stop, 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 stop. You're fucking putting this shit on someone who didn't ask for it. Yeah. He didn't ask for you to do this stuff. And now you're making him feel bad for like all the time you put into such and such. I I made this whole birthday weekend for you. I didn't ask you to do this Mm -hmm. birthday weekend for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know I have to talk example from a friend of mine. (laughs) You're like, that's specific. (laughs) I had to talk to my mom about it the other day where I was like, mom, I 
she was she was unloading all these things she's processing and she's like well and i can't do this in my life that i want to do because i have to do this 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 for mm. you and be there in this way in this way in this way like, for you and no, your you sister don't. and i grabbed her hand and i said mom i want you to do whatever you want to yeah. do yeah i'm like don't put yeah the worry about you know putting aside whatever preparing this and this for me and my sister we're gonna be okay I'm like, let me worry about my sister. Yeah. I'm like, I'll take care of her. Yeah. You need to go live your life. Yeah. And I want you to have fun. And I want you to do what you want to do. And I don't want you to put that burden on yourself. And I don't want you to put that burden on me because I'm not asking. I think it's also an excuse because people are afraid to live their lives. Yeah, of course. So if you could create a bunch of tasks, then you're always too busy to do the things you really want to that are so scary. I think you nailed that. Yeah. You nailed that because I think specifically with my family, I know we love to avoid our feelings mm. and the truth of like, mm. it's it's not even necessarily like trying something new. It's literally coming face to face with like how you truly feel mm. the idea of, oh, that person rejected me oh, yeah. and I won't sit with that. We won't. Now, the weird part is, is that I love sitting in my feelings and everyone else in my family runs from them and I but then I do that in like kind of a an opposite way where uh -huh. I'll sit in it too long and then not go out into reality. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, run around like crazy just to uh -huh. avoid really, really acknowledging that like yeah, it really hurt when that person mm. rejected me and that 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 hurt my pride or it really hurt when you know. Or maybe I'll fail if I try to do this thing that I've mm -hmm. always wanted to do. And then I'm going to feel like a piece of shit, which is what I believe I truly am at the end of the day. Evan will literally go batshit crazy watching my mother when we'll stay with her on the weekend sometimes because she will be like, I got to go grocery, sh uh, grocery shopping. So she'll drive to the grocery store and then come back and then go, I have to go to the pharmacy to get medicine. And she'll have like, Four errands that all could have been they all done, been done. Half the time, actually yeah. also at the same place. Yeah, right, right. She goes to four different stores, uh -huh. comes home, uh -huh. drops it off. To fill time. Goes back up to fill time. Yeah. Because there's hurt yeah. and there's avoidance. Yeah. And so I sit on her and I make her stay and I say, hold me. Yeah. <laughs> hold me like a baby. Hug me. <laughs> hold me. Yeah. Jeez, that's rough. Oh my God. So then I pulled this card for dress last night. This was so funny. I was like, uh, I was, I have these animal spirit card, whatever the fuck they're called, oracle the cards. Oracles. I don't fucking know. Well, that one of my starfish. friends got me for me. Is that one of my I friends was? got for me? Yours was, I think yours was a sea star. A sea star. Wait, let's see. Did I send it to? Yeah, I did. Yes, a sea you star. did. If it, <laughs> and I texted to Justin, I was like, "Wow, the universe is really beating you over the head with this." Keywords: freedom, chance, fear. Life itself cannot give you, this is the quote, the Chinese proverb that uh, uh, came along with it. Life itself cannot give you joy unless you really will it. Life just gives you time and space. It's up to you to fill it. You could either fill it with joy or meaningless tasks to the pharmacy. And when you sent that to me, it like, when you sent that to me, I immediately thought about the second life I went into. Whoa. And I'm like, be like him. This Take a note. It says, it's time for you to take a chance, a leap of faith. You've been lacking in energy and motivation. It could be out of fear. It could have been that you're caught up with a bit of laziness and have beached yourself. It can be quite scary to change. And although you may feel stuck, you're never stuck. You have free will to change the course of where you want your life to go. Free yourself from the past and allow yourself to feel again. 
Whoa, even oh. your past lives. Free yourself from your past lives. You might be and you know in. how we're making changes? With a gallon With your water. of water, baby. <laughs> when you begin to take a chance on one thing, you'll find it easier and easier to continue doing that in every part of your life, which will only draw you closer and closer to your ultimate success. You won't know unless you take a chance. Take a da, chance. Da, 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 da. Okay, so two things. What? One, you said that you were excited because you wanted to talk about something. Oh, that's I just want to. Yeah. Okay. And then I also want to ask you about the boys on Chatty Bros talking about how your dad intimidates Oh my them. god. Okay, let's talk about that because all I fucking wanted to talk about, which we could talk about in another episode, is Sherry Papini about the... Okay, this is so funny because we were talking about it on my birthday. Who was the girl you guys were actually talking about who got kidnapped and and uh, and uh, kidnapped and disappeared? Oh, we were talking about Elizabeth Smart yes, forever, but, but, ages yes, ago. But when you guys were talking about this is on my birthday party weekend. When you guys were talking about Elizabeth Smart, for some reason, I thought you were talking about Sherry Papini. So then okay, I started going, okay. but then I started going off about this girl. I'm like, I don't remember this bitch's name, but she went missing in Northern California. And I swear to God, she was faking the whole thing. Yeah. Two days later, after I said that, this and that was from like 2016. Yeah, you you were, I, I was confused because we were, we were talking, talking about, about Elizabeth Smart. Smart, but then you were like telling me, you're like, this racist woman was saying <laughs> these horrible things, da, 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 da. And then she, yeah. And then and, and I was like, and she it. was faking it. And then, t- well, I was, a lot of people were speculating that she was faking it. But then like two days later, it was crazy because this news thing came out and it turns out that she was faking it and she had been with a boyfriend for three weeks an ex-boyfriend who she had clearly had a fling with so she had two little boys she had a husband and the whole story was that she went on a jog and then she didn't come home didn't pick up the boys for school and her husband used the iphone tracker and found like her iphone and headphones like just on the side of the road where she went jogging and she was gone and she was just with a, and then when she up when, with some guy yeah, get this when they found her she was in a parking lot like running back and forth and had branded herself said that the the, the kidnappers branded her what so she staged all of this this fucking gone girl shit and and it was just it was just so typical like she's this beautiful blonde woman everyone's like she's the perfect mother she's the perfect community member what's that church up there is it bethel Oh, yeah, I think so. They re- did like this whole fundraise. They offered like it was so weird. The church offered like a like like a hundred thousand bucks or something to anyone who like found her whatever. Yeah, this bitch was with her ex-boyfriend. I mean, to me, it's the commitment it's, for me. It's the but I'm also just like, maybe just like talk to your husband about maybe an open relationship maybe or something. Maybe you just... Maybe you just if you leave want your up. husband. Yeah, yeah. Maybe or, you, or a divorce. Or maybe just like have an affair, like a normal shitty person, and uh-huh. just like meet him at a hotel on Tuesday afternoons while your kids are at school. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta go disappear for three weeks and brand yourself and put out a whole manhunt? Oh Waste everyone's God. fucking time? Yeah, that's the thing, too. And then involve fucking racist bullshit sa- into it. Well, that's, so that was an interesting thing. Yeah, bringing in full racism. Thing. She, she didn't actually, like, there was... N- so... There was nothing actually overtly racist. She just said that there was these two Mexican women who kidnapped her. But then what was weird is then someone found this was like when the internet sleuths were like, the detectives. So they found a blog post that she had written in like 
high school on some weird white supremacist site that had her same name and it was going off about these like Hispanic women at her Hispanic girls at her school and like saying this weird Aryan nation shit and so then people were like wait she Sherry Papini had written this like back on 2008 on this forum this like white nationalist forum and now she's saying that like these two Mexican women kidnapped her like and and it was all made up the, the the armchair detectives are truly unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, they're in, terrifying. In my next life, I want to come back as an armchair detective. Can you imagine cracking a case? Can you imagine the feeling of like, like we did it? Of like of, of knowing that like you just, you know, you solved something, you saved someone because you are so brilliant that you can find all the research and you can find where that refrigerator was from and located. I mean, unbelievable. But those truly. are the same kind of people. Anyway, we don't got to go down that rabbit hole. I don't think you want to come back saying, as an armchair detective. I'm just saying. Put I, it on them, I, I, just, I can just imagine myself with like a gigantic leather chair uh-huh. and like just a spinning pipe. it with a pipe and my glasses uh-huh. every night. Like I put my kids to bed and I'm like, it's time for business, baby. I love sleuths. I love sleuths. I love sleuthing too. I'm not bad. I'm not a bad internet detective. Um, no, you're not. No, I'm not. No, you're you're actually incredible. In fact, when we were away a few days ago, I was telling you about my brother-in-law who is getting married. And let me tell you something, Broads. <laughs> Becca goes, <laughs> Oh my god. Becca goes, she's just quietly next to me, goes, What's his name? And I'm like, oh, his name's Brennan. In one minute, Becca says, Oh, I just, I absolutely love the venue that they're going to get married at. I'm like, what? And I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just like, no, I she's like this. Scrolling this and beach. somehow she found, she looked his name up online and found their like registry or something. It and wasn't some, hard. They have a, they have a website for their wedding. I didn't even know where, I did not, I didn't know they had a website for their wedding. I, I didn't even know where they were having their wedding. And she, she showed me the venue. Dude, the way that I found, so I had this one professor that I was obsessed obsessed with like I was obsessed with her I took like four classes with her I love and um I wanted to find her social media the lengths that I went (laughs) to find her Instagram were ungodly but I love you they weren't with her like normal last name like I was like oh my god like I was like looking up her events that she had done poetry readings at like five years before and then was looking at who had liked the post and then was able to find like a person's name that I recognized who I knew she had done like work with in the past and then I scrolled through their post to find what she posted about doing a project with her and then I found her Instagram friended her (laughs) requested her and you're like I found you hi remember me I found you Latia I took your glasses I love you oh my god when you have those moments where you're just like laying in bed it's not okay and all of a sudden like you you check the clock and it's been an hour and you're like how did i get here i know how am i how am i how did i get on instagram look at my Mm ex-boyfriend see his new girlfriend look at her brother her brother just got married and i'm somehow on his his new wife's Mm -hmm. like four levels down looking at her tiktok Mm -hmm. how Mm-hmm. How did we get here? Fascinating. I used to be. So I was just sell, telling this the other, to, telling this to someone the other day. How like I, when I lived in Fresno, I used to like get so involved with these like people I didn't know, uh-huh. and I would be following like them, their girlfriend, like their baby mama, like all on Facebook, where it was like just the most like like some people are characters. Like I remember there was this white guy who would do 
the worst, like most infected looking tattoos I've ever seen out of his garage. And I would just spend hours just like going through like his tagged photos and and like and he was just the kind of guy like he had been on Maury once and like it, it was just a whole thing he would like do tattoos out of his garage was and then he he'd on also Maury be like because of his tattoos no it was so funny he was on Maury and like his friend I don't know, I don't know what I was expecting you to say no his just... brother pretended that he was his friend it was like a whole they staged this whole thing yeah but then like it was like he would be advertising his tattoos and then he would be like oh i got these pitbull puppies for sale then he'd be like oh you know it was, it was just that vibe and then he'd be like going off on like his his ex-girlfriend just like and then he'd be like i'm sorry guys you know it was just, just i was invested i was so invested i was so invested so anyway yeah i definitely have had that with a few people where like i followed someone and then I looked, I went down three rabbit holes. You don't know them. Like and then all of a sudden all. I find this one person that I keep going back to the well. But I'm like, I keep looking them up and I won't follow them because I'm like, that, that would be weird. But I just keep going back. I'm like, I got to see this person's stories. They are wild. They are wild. And I just got to keep going back. What a gift. Oh, totally. Um, so intimidating dads, though. Okay. That had me dying so on chatty bros on chatty bros they were talking about um the hometown dates yes for clayton's season which uh, that's literally all i've been seeing online i know it's made me almost watch the women i almost i haven't watched anything and i'm like do i have to watch these last two episodes this looks insane I was listening to Evan, like, could hear him in the other room watching the episodes going, oh, my God. The like just are vicious. He's like, it was terrible. Yes. Yeah, like, everyone's awful. being terrible. But now apparently Clayton's doing this horrible. I, sh- I mean, I I'm know. seeing everyone posting, like, saying we asked the producers to show us Clayton's real personality. And now we're asking for you to take him back. <laughs> oh, my God. Should we try to do like, should we try to watch the last couple episodes and try to get like a last minute live show in like two weeks or something? Yeah, I'd be down. Let's try to do it. Let's, Let's do it. We can break it up. We got you know to hit up cast and be like, is the studio open in like a week? And you know what's kind of fun? What? what I think we should do too is like only watch from the women tell all and the final like two episodes. Agreed. So we have no, no context agreed. of agreed. like who, who he was closer yes. to, what woman he was yes. falling more in love with fully no context going off we can have the guys there too that way they could kind of like explain yeah sure be kind of <laughs> like show. help me please yeah <laughs> yeah it'll be a complete shit show but i'm super down if we can make it happen let's do it i need to watch it now yeah. i'm like the, it's the, the internet is too abuzz and i was seeing everyone saying finally the most dramatic season ever i'm like oh my god clayton's I also just saw next week is the, the last man. episodes, right? So yes, this week. yes. Next week is the last. The last great. Two so we've got time to set up our live show Perfect. and watch a week and a half. <laughs> yes, Clayton just broke two hundred thousand followers. The lead, the lead, my guy, two hundred. That's it for the lead of the show. I'm like, has it ever been that low ever? No Holy- way. And. God knows he might have lost followers apparently after last night's episode. I, again, I don't know what happened. What? Yeah, 206,000. He's getting like, this is obnoxious to go over, but like, yeah, he's getting like 18,000 likes. 
And it's like, obviously that's a ton. No, 200,000 like, followers is a ton. That's way more than past me. But for the past, for a lead, for like, a lead. For example, Matt James is, has been off for a while. You know, it sort of usually dips after a little while. Matt's still getting like over 50,000 likes, still over 100,000 likes like on his photos. Mm-hmm. And like Clayton isn't getting tripped. Nothing. Whoa. Nothing. What a trip. But anywho, on the Chatty Bros podcast, they were talking about okay, meeting, yeah. you know, uh, Clayton meeting the dads. Yeah. And they were saying, what would be the most intimidating type oh, of yeah. dad to meet? And then Evan brought up that he met your dad and was like, he was so intimidating. And it's so funny because I forgot to talk to you about it. Oh. Evan was Evan was so intimidated by your father. I And I was dead. I need to. Okay. Just tell, just tell. So, so we met your dad for the first time at Ruth's birthday. And the thing is like, I don't know Joe, but I know about Joe because of you. And I will see your stories and we talk about him. So I'm like, oh no, I I know what his personality is. I'm like, I know he's Uh extremely successful. Like, you know, I I know these things about him. Evan doesn't really know Uh anything. Uh And so Evan was just like, oh, my God. He's like, (laughs) to talk to your dad. And just your dad, like the eye contact with your dad. And friendly. So it's not like he's like being like not talking to you. It's not like rude. No, not at all. But just the energy His is, again, I don't know this term always, but like the alpha energy is so intense. Your dad asked him a question and Evan was just dripping sweat. He was like, uh, sir, sir. Mr. Martinez. And so then when, so then when on the podcast, when then Evan said that would be the ultimate, like Becca's dad was so intimidating to me. And Gray's like, dude, he's so intimidating to me. I still don't know where I stand. And here's what's so funny. Like someone. Doesn't your dad love Grayston? Yeah. 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 Both my parents love him. It's so funny because someone, I remember who was like, dude, I think your dad like hates me. And I'm like. No, no. He doesn't know you exist. He doesn't think of you. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he, doesn't. he probably he doesn't. does not remember that conversation. You will probably meet him for the first time three more times. Yeah. Oh, Joe. You know, like, you're not on his radar. Most people aren't. Like, he is so classic dad where I've had, like, you know, best friends for years. And he's like... You know, oh, Kim, the one, the blonde who like root beer floats. I'm like in si- my sixth grade birthday party. Like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? Like, wh- what planet are you on? And that's my dad, which now you and my mom are going to have to fight. This is so funny. So I sent that clip of them talking about intimidating dads to the group chat. This was I was so dead. I said, dad got a shout out. Notice they didn't mention your sporty smooth style. I'm going to be having a word. And my mom goes. Was Evan the cranky guy in shorts who didn't talk to anyone and left <laughs> early? And my sister goes, um, shade. And my mom goes, and I, go, I was like, I was like, was he, I was like, was he cranky? And my mom goes, feeling a little defensive, LOL. Seriously, though. And she goes, she goes, seriously, though, I did keep wondering, who is this guy? <laughs> I don't think intimidating is bad. I am dead. Is he the cranky guy in shorts? Who is this guy? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I was like, well, 
shorts does ring true. I'm like, that sounds Crank- like Evan. I'm like, I don't know what cranky. And I'm like, she didn't know who he was. Like, she's just like, who is this random guy? Oh my I'm God. dead. I'm dead. The, the, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't think that um, intimidating was. No, intimidating is not an attack. No, I think it's, if anything, it's more of your like. Your husband's an asshole, okay? <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it. No, he didn't think your dad was an asshole at all. Well. It was, I mean, was. you're like, well, no, no, no. It was, it was like. No, it's him looking around the room while you're talking to him or just getting up mid-conversation. No, it was like, it was like this man. You know what? It was, what made me laugh so hard is I was like, Evan, it's your, like, your dad reminds me so much of Evan's uh-huh. dad. Like this very similar energy, but like Evan's dad's the pastor version Uh of it, right? uh Where it's just, they walk into a room and you Uh just, you sense their presence. You move out of the way. And you're just like, I know you're here and I know that you're a boss and I can just smell it from a mile away. So that's childhood trauma coming through. (laughs) Oh, genuinely. Like, no, truly. It was like, uh, he's like, sir. (laughs) Like, why are you? Don't call him <laughs> sir. I just hit mic. Dude, that is like, so don't call him sir. Funny. It was killing me. What do you get intimidated by? Um. Hmm. I would be intimidated. I'll question. tell you. I'm. I'm intimidated by people I can't read, and your <laughs> your mom is kind of like that for me. It's not that like she's. It's not that she's scary. It's not that she's like, I'm just like, I have you can't no gauge her at all. idea what's going through your head right now if you're displeased or approve of like what I just said. So I, I'm not understanding the feedback you're giving. So I am uncomfortable. Childhood. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't nail my mom more. You're like, she's just looking at you and you're like, did you hate what I said? Or are you a huge fan? Or did you hear me right, at all? Right. Like, is anything tracking? Right, like, what right, is right. going on? Right. No, my mom is the type of person who every time I walk into her home, she gives me a full up down, very vi- like uh-huh. visually uh-huh. that I can see it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but then she gives me a full up down and then doesn't acknowledge that uh-huh. she gave me an up down. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh my God, is something <laughs> wrong? Can you get Do I look her? terrible? No. You can't, you can't. No. And we fight about it all the time. Because wow. I'm like, do you not, like she'll say some stuff sometimes and I'm like, do you not realize how that's <laughs> maybe rude? And she's like, no. Like she just doesn't, I, I don't think she can gauge herself. Now, I guess I would. Yeah, I probably feel similar to you. That probably would be the the most intimidating. If I'm if when if it comes to like family meeting family, I am intimidated by someone who is very verbally affirming of their child because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to live up to this. Oh, and I think situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of like meeting the parents. But in general, yeah, if I can't read you, that's really hard for me. I, I don't I'm like, I don't get bothered by somebody who's not like, you know, super. Like, oh my God, so nice right, to meet right. you. Who's someone who maybe if someone's a little more standoffish or whatever. Do you scramble? Do you do you try to fill the gaps? And this this is what great is. He tries to fill the gaps in the conversation. A thousand percent. Talk, 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 talk. And then talk, I walk talk, away talk, and I'm talk, like, talk, God damn. Why did I just run off like that? I totally did that with your parents. Oh, yeah. When I met them. Oh, yeah. But I also then I'm like, I want them to like me. <laughs> yeah. Because like yeah. you're Becca and yeah. I want them to yeah. approve of me yeah. and i'm like i'm sorry if we talked about inappropriate things on the podcast yeah. but i probably was just like 
just chatty, chatty, chatty. It's so interesting. Your grandma is everything too, by the way. My grandma's so nice. She's like really easy to get along with. I really liked your family. My mom's just, I've actually noticed like recently, like how actually socially anxious my mom is. And I've realized that like, um, like the reason why a lot of her friends or or people are Christian is because like, it's just like something that, it's like a fallback in conversation. Mm. And I've realized she gets like really socially anxious around like people who like aren't Christian. And it's not because she like is judging them. She's just like, she's trying not knowing what to talk about. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, uh, that makes perfect sense. If that's what you surround yourself with. Right. It's, it's, I feel like it's similar to how at least I felt going out after having a baby for the first time totally like all i've been thinking about and talking about is my baby and then all of a sudden going out and not talking about it i don't really know what to talk about so i would kind of gravitate towards another parent to be like so kids right yeah because it's just what i've been talking about yeah um but it's a yeah that's just like interesting i've noticed my dad's my dad's better he doesn't yeah the problem is, is that he just doesn't care about but he fixates on weird things like gray will talk about like physical challenges and my dad will be like or like my like my dad always when gray talks about reading books my dad's like wow like how many books do you read and gray's like oh like sometimes i'll read and i'll be like he reads like a book a week and my dad's like wow like he's such a reader and my dad will always bring that up like yeah you read all the time and it's like so interesting the things that he thinks thinks are interesting Mm -hmm. so sometimes he does meet people and they'll say something and he'll be like totally fascinating but then evan could be like yeah i produce music for like this he's person like, and that person and that and he's like cool please stop you know in his brain he's <laughs> enough like, i'm gonna find someone else more interesting to talk to and okay who? and disassociating who is that i don't know you know i'm yeah well, drake never heard of him you're okay your mom and i are gonna have to chat um and you can tell her that he was the grumpy guy in the shorts. And you can also tell her that I am very turned on by a guy who is occasionally a grumpster. So I'm going to tell her that. I'm going to tell her that. I'm going to talk to her on the phone today. You know what's that. so funny is I never would have thought of Evan as grumpy. I don't, I don't think he gives off that vibe. I think she's just being a little bitchy because she doesn't like someone calling her husband intimidating. Yeah, I don't think he gives off grumpy. No, but she's cranky. Cranky? Oh, yeah. I don't think he gives off cranky, but I am turned on by that phrase. <laughs> cranky. Yeah, you know I like a cranky, cranky guy kind of guy. Shorts who leaves early. You know, I love that, like, Mark Maron energy that's mm-hmm. just kind of grumpy and cranky. And I'm like, yes, he yes, yes. not give that off. No. You know what, though? What what that could have been is he gets he gets socially uncomfortable. Like, See, she's projecting time. now. Big like time. Bitch who when he doesn't know anybody, like if yeah. he's at a party and he knows people, he's yeah. a little butterfly. But like he gets really like when we pull up to the house and he like, knows that he's going to walk in and he just knows you and Gray, he's very nervous. Yeah. yeah. And he's very like, do people like me? I'm like, yeah. Evan, just like chill and yeah. hang out. And like, remember, no one cares kid. about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't think of you. Yeah, they don't, they think, don't think, think of you. They do not think of you. Do not cross their minds. All right. Uh, let's go. Broads. Make sure you check out the bros. They're going to be bringing the heat, I'm sure, tomorrow. And uh, next week, Eileen Kelly. We're about to do an interview with Eileen Kelly. So check that out for the podcast next week. Very excited. We love you all. Drink your water. Drink your water. Chat soon. Chat soon. (laughs)